Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. How are we doing today? I hope that you are doing so, so well. Um, the, where, when I'm recording right now, we're actually having a power outage. So I came to my parents' place to um, do some recordings as there's not much more else that I can do here. Um, so I'm on my laptop with no power doing a recording. So here we are today. <laughs> Oh man, it's really intense eh? when there's like a power outage and you realize like how like everything that I do on a daily basis requires electricity and Wi-Fi and how without it, like it's so hard to do all the things. That being said though, so we lost power now. It's been almost 24 hours that we haven't had power here. Um, not as like this is airing, but as I'm recording And Anthony and I have now decided that we're going to do a wireless Wednesdays. So every Wednesday after our day, so at 6.30 p.m., we are going wireless. So we're putting our phones on airplane mode. We are not using our TV. We're not using any electronics. We're going to like have candlelight dinner and just do board games and read and chill. And I'm really digging it. I'm really digging it. I feel like, um, you know, this power outage for us has been um, kind of like a realization of like how much we can disconnect at nighttime and like not actually connect with each other or just kind of like are still running. Um, Especially for me, like as I'm, you know, you guys know, like having um, the practice and the business and like noticing like how much I'm always checking on my phone, always checking on what's happening. If anybody needs support, if anybody needs help, just like wanting to be accessible at all times um, and then not having my phone with me. So yesterday my phone actually died really made me realize on like how much I instantly go to my phone to just check it. Then I don't know if you guys do that as well, but like I even put like, let's say like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok in a folder on my phone that says do not open. <laughs> Seems really silly because like I'm opening it all the time. Like my fingers just like naturally go to the apps. And next thing I know, it's been 10 minutes and I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? So I really, really want to lean into or into being more intentional with um you know, just in general, like with the way I live, I think this is something that's been really important to me over the last years. Like, I think, you know, for me, healing my relationship with food and my body, um, 
like I, I started this process like many, many years ago now. And as my relationship with food and my body has gotten like much better and to the point that I, I consider myself fully recovered and like having a great relationship with food and body, um, then it's kind of leaning into other aspects of my life, right? Like healing my relationship with work and with um, my performance and living more intentionally. And I'm really leaning into it. And I think like yesterday, not having power for a night, I was like, holy, I am not as far ahead as I would want to be. I am, yeah, like my currently is not where I want to be. <laughs> and something that um, one of my amazing team member has um, mentioned in one of our calls in the last month was Something along the um, something along the lines of like the process is not the product, right? Of like the end goal for me is to be able to live a very intentional life. And currently, I'm in the process of it. Doesn't look like what I want it to look, and I'm still working towards that end goal. So, with all of this said, <laughs> with all of this, like. Um, you know, circumstance, it really made me think about the way that we set up our environment. And the way that we set up an environment, especially when you are wanting to heal your relationship with food and your body. And folks who are in the balance program or have studied the balance program or have done the balance program know that we talk quite a lot about the environment, especially at the beginning. And we talk a lot about setting our environment for success. And we do this with folks inside the balance program um, at the beginning. And we also do this with folks with eating disorder, right? Like setting our environment to support our recovery goals. And I really love this because I do believe that, you know, we all live within systems and within our, our own environment and our environment influences us quite a lot. So if we are making big changes, if we are healing, if we're doing all of these things, but our environment is not aligned with our goals, it's going to be um, a lot harder. There's going to be a lot more friction, right? So today I wanted to talk about like, how is your environment right now? Is your environment conducive to the goals that you are trying to reach? Or is your environment actually setting you up to fail? And I know this like failure is a big, big word um, and it's not necessarily failing, but it may be adding quite a lot of friction for you. That makes it very difficult um, to continue engaging in whatever process that you're in. So we're going to be very specific today and talk about food and body because, I mean, that's my expertise. That's what I do day to day with everybody in my world. Um, and the work that we do is that we go from a place where food can feel very difficult, food can feel very icky, food is always on our mind. Um, we go from a place where, you know, our relationship with food feels like a battle, right? There's always so much friction. We're either like restriction, being good, doing other things, following the rules, like blah, 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 blah. And, or we may feel out of control or like the kind of fuck it mentality where we don't care anymore. And it just like, it's not very fluid, it's not really great. It's not empowering us to live our best life. Like food, when we start, is probably somewhere where it's kind of taking us down a little bit. And that very much impacts the relationship that we have with our body, right? And the relationship with the body can also be very difficult. It can be a place that feels unsafe, feels uncomfortable. There may be a lot of hatred towards our body, a lot of discomfort. 
And the work that I do with my clients inside of my world is that we get from this place, this place of like ickiness, of difficulty, of challenges, a place where our light is dim, towards a place where food is empowering us. Food is easy. It's simple. We understand how to nourish ourselves. There's no really challenges with food anymore. Um, we're really fluid with it. It's very simple. And the same one goes with our body, Right. We feel more connected with her body. We feel at home in her body. We know how to take care of our body. Our worth is no longer attached to the size of our pants. Like we are able to really show up differently in the world, right? And we can imagine that these is like, this is like two big extremes, right? From like one place to the next, it takes a lot of change. We're changing the way we relate to food, to our body and to ourselves, <laughs> right? There's so much that needs to change in it. And like all very doable, right? Like all of this can be broken down in steps and you can be supported along the way through it. And it's still like massive change from the person who's like controlling with food, but ultimately loses control to the person who's like empowered by food and gets to show up the way that they want to. So with this amount of change that is required, we can imagine that our environment is going to play quite a significant role, right? It's going to be able to either support us in the healing process and or put a lot of hurdles along the way. So today I want to talk about, well, how do we set up our environment to support us in this journey, right? What do we actually need to do um, to make sure that the environment is currently supportive for us as we are going through this journey. Um, and to do so, I like to start with like, what is possibly keeping us stuck in our current behaviors and maybe is creating some friction and challenges to support us in fully healing our relationship with food. So if I think of like, you know, person A, um, if you've done, I don't know if you've done my class yet. If you haven't done the free class, you should go do it. It's, um, at thebalancepractice.com forward slash sign up. So it's a 60 minute class where I talk about how we can truly have food freedom. And the way I like to explain it is like with stories and visual, and we have this person A and we call her restrictive Rachel in our class. So she is the person who is like our dieter, right? Like I used to be restrictive Rachel, like this dieter that does all the rules, that tracks all the things, that weighs herself every day, that like gets on all the apps, like really just tries honestly to feel better around food and body by dieting. Um, but we can imagine that if you are this person or just imagining like a restrictive Rachel being this person, how her setup more may be, right? So we may have scales in the house, food scales, body scales. We may have a lot of diet books in the house. We may have a lot of diet foods in the house, uh, we may have a lot of like mirrors in certain places. We may have some like weird quote unquote motivational quotes that are actually more like shameful. Um, and then, yeah, the food environment may be very different. It may be more towards those like diety foods or whatever that would look like. Um, in that type of environment, right, especially if you have been living in that environment for many, many years, it can be very hard to make the changes that we want to make right? Because every day we may be reminded to weigh ourselves. We may be reminded to weigh our foods. We may be reminded to eat those diet foods. Like the environment itself is more um, encouraging towards a dieting lifestyle, right? And I'd love for you to take a moment right now and think about your current environment. 
like physical environment, like what is potentially no longer serving you? What is quote unquote diet culture that is actually keeping you stuck in the diet cycles? Right? If we think on the other end of the person who is empowered with food and feeling good, like we're most likely not seeing any scales, right? So for example, myself, like I don't own, I don't have a scale. I do have a food scale for when we make sourdough bread because Anthony makes sourdough bread and apparently that's very important, but there's no food being weighed. Um, we have variety of food. We don't bring any diet foods in the house. There's no diet books. Like that was a full purge, no more diet books. Um, even clothes, right? Like I only have clothes that fit my body, right? I don't have clothes that no longer fits me. Those clothes are being donated. They're gone. They don't stay in my house, right? So that's something to think about. Like, do you still have clothes in your house that no longer fit you that we need to get rid of? Because it's setting the environment to fail, right? It's a it's a pressure that we have on ourselves, right? So really thinking about okay, so what would I need in order to have an environment that feels safe and comfortable and allows me to do that? So I think food is a big piece. I think clothes is a big piece. Diet books or any type of like diety things that we may have, I think, definitely you know not great. And I also think about like our social environments. And that can be social media. That can also be our social circles, family, friends. And really thinking about how are those environments supporting us and or non-supporting us. Like if I am following all the diet trends, all the thin people on Instagram, the fit influencers who are talking about their green juices, it's going to be really hard for me to be able to do my own healing work because it's, you know, difficult. Like we're getting all of these incoherent messages, these messages that are, um, you know, incoherent is the word. <laughs> like they just, they're not, they're, they're not supportive of each other. It makes it very difficult. Right. Um, and then, so social media is a big one. And then with friends too, like, do we have maybe very diety friends or like friends that are very into diet culture that can make it very hard for me to heal. And I'm not saying here that we're like, no longer seeing your friends and we're like, okay, F this, like this is gone, like friends are gone. But what I'm saying is that should, should there be some boundaries into place? Like, is there anything I need to change to protect myself to make sure that I can feel good about it, that I can feel more um, supportive, right? Like really thinking about those pieces of how does the environment need to be different um, and anything like that, that, you know, it, it does impact us. It really does impact us. Like it may feel like, oh, it's fine. Like my friend is talking about her weight loss. It's not about me, blah, 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 blah. We internalize all of this stuff all the time. So I really do believe that setting your environment for success is a big part, especially at the beginning right? We want to have conversations that are uplifting, that are inclusive, that are supportive of who you are and, and the person you want to become, right? We want to have access to, you know, maybe it's like different foods and allowing yourself to have all of that in the house, right? Setting your environment for success is going to be a big part of your success. And I'm saying that because, you know, even if you don't, like, let's say you don't do that, of course you can still heal. You know, I truly believe in you and that you can do it and it is just harder. And that's just something to know, 
right? Like you, we all get to make all of our choices and knowing that if we can set up our physical and social environment in order to support us on this journey, it's going to be so supportive. And I think for me, that's one of the big parts that I love about the balance program is that one, we review all of this. Like we want to set up your environment for success. Like we want to have all the things in place. We learn how to create boundaries. We learn how to protect ourselves through it and like really get our support people on board with us and like getting all of that in. So it does make it easier, but then you also have the community, like the actual balance program community that show up for you, that connect with you that are part of your environment, even if it's virtual, to support you in this journey. Like you get to create these new environments and community that are going to help you in your healing process. Like how powerful is, is that, right? Like that we can literally change our environment and it's going to help us create the life that we want. Like, it's so cool. It's so, so cool. Um, it, I really see this as kind of like helping our brain seeing the different possibilities, like helping your brain start to change. And it really, truly does work. So I'd love for you today, if you wanted to, do a check-in on your current environment. Is it supporting you and your goals or is it creating hurdles? And if it is creating hurdles, what are the things that we can start changing? What are the things that we can start adding? What would it feel like, you know, if we had an environment that was supportive? And something that we can think about and that can be helpful is trying to think about where you are today. Like, where are you? How's your relationship with food? How's your relationship with your body? And then think about how you would want it to be. <laughs> Right. Imagining what would it be like for you if you had a good relationship with food in your body? How would that feel like? And what would be in your environment? Like what would be different about that person? Right. And that can help us kind of create that environment that we see in the future for ourselves. Like once I have a good relationship with food, I'll have all the foods in the house and I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do that. And kind of start bringing it back to today. Like how can I start living in that environment here now today to help me in that transition? All right, my friend, I hope that this podcast was helpful. I hope that it gave you good food for thought today. Um, for me, my environment, stuff that I am changing is changing my access to electronics on Wednesdays starting now. <laughs> we are now setting our environment to be less dependent on Instagram, Facebook, and emails. We're trying it out. We'll see how it works. Um, but I really do think that setting that environment for myself and Anthony is going to be really, really helpful for us. So. Yay. Yay for that. And I did mention it during this podcast, but if you want to learn more about how you can truly heal your relationship with food, your body, how you can learn to eat guilt-free and feel empowered with food, I do have a pre-recorded 60-minute class for you. Um, so all you have to do is go to thebalancepractice.com forward slash sign up and sign up for the class. As soon as you sign up, you're going to be redirected to our actual recording of this class. Um, you'll be able to watch it and then get all the steps, get all the information that you need. I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you are signing up for this class, carve out 60 minutes in your day. Um, as you've been listening to these podcasts with me, or you may follow me on social media, you know that I talk a lot 
And this class is very much like packed with a lot of amazing information. Um, but if you are distracted through it, throughout it, I don't know that you're going to be able to grasp all of the different nuances. Um, Because I re-listened to it and I'm like, oh my God, there is so much that we covered in the 60 minutes. So I recommend that if you do sign up for this class, please do, first of all, because it's great. But two, if you are signing up, schedule like an hour in your calendar where you can actually sit down and listen to it. I really am hopeful that this is going to be a class that is going to be extremely helpful in your own healing and start that momentum for you so we can get to a place where we feel truly at peace with food. And that's what I want for you fully. All right, my friend, I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, and I will catch you in the next episode.